actress Katherine Heigl, a passionate animal advocate who has saved over 16,000 dogs, says she's been seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. She believes there's a link between canine health and diet. After extensive research, she developed Superfood Complete, a dog food pack with over 30 wholesome ingredients, including superfoods beneficial for your furry friend. Superfood Complete isn't just about deliciousness, though dogs love the taste. It's about supporting overall well-being. In addition to providing a healthy option for your pet, Badlands Ranch, the maker of Superfood Complete, also supports the Jason DeBus Heigl Foundation, which helps rescue countless dogs and find them loving homes. Dogs across America are trying this food and loving it. Go to BadlandsRanch.com MC901 and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to BadlandsRanch.com MC901 today. I'm sure you've all heard the phrase, expect the unexpected. It's routinely thrown out in all walks of life. But truth be told, how many times in normal life does that actually happen? Small minor things like rolling up on a wreck driving into work or a grocery bag that breaks while you're carrying it. Yeah, stuff like that can happen and it's totally unexpected. How often does that happen? Small things like that? I'd say pretty frequently. But what about bigger things? What about you actually being involved in that wreck? You getting in a violent confrontation? You in a life or death situation? For most people, these are certainly not things you should expect. Dispatchers though, while most of the time not on the actual receiving end of these, we have to deal with those and most of those situations multiple times every single day. On occasion, though, we get a call that even we never expected. For dispatchers and other first responders, that phrase of expect the unexpected is pretty literal and also means you need to be ready well-trained, and mentally prepared for damn near anything. On this episode, I'm going to go over two calls that couldn't be further apart from each other in multiple ways, but also very closely related, and as you can guess, have some or a lot of bits to the situation that are unexpected. Upfront warning on this, just like most of my episodes, the calls I'm going to play, and the details about each incident are all very graphic and truly saddening. Just a little warning up front to prepare you. I'm Brandon, and this is Music City 911.
911 is emergency. <laughs> Hello, ma'am. Help me. Help me. I'm at the Naples Zoo. Help me, please. I'm at the Naples Zoo. Okay, please what's happening? Me. I'm being attacked by a tiger. Please, please, please. You're being attacked by a tiger? Yes, please, at the Naples Zoo. Please, okay. Please, please, please help me. We have them coming there to you, okay? Okay. <laughs> is there someone there with you? What? Did you get into the cage? <laughs> Hello, ma'am. Help, 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 help. We're sending help to you. Please help. We're trying to help you. Did you climb into a cage? Hello, ma'am? Are you an employee? Okay, we're sending someone to help you, okay? Where exactly are you? Are you in the cage? Yeah, no. No, I'm just outside of it. He's got my hand. Okay. The tiger has your hand? <laughs> and you're just outside the cage? Yes. Okay, where are you in the middle of the park? Oh, oh my God. What's your name, ma'am? Can you tell me your name? We have help coming to you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I understand that. We have help coming to you, okay? Is there staff there? No. No, 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 no. We're trying to get you help, okay? Please. 
coming to you. We have help coming. Is there another employee there with you? Please help. I'm going to die. You're not. We have help coming to you. I'm going to die. Please help. I'm going to die. Please help. Please help. Please help. Please help. They're coming to you. They're coming to you. They're coming to you. Ma'am, they're coming to help you, okay? I understand. They're coming to help you. What's your name? Can you tell me your name? God, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Please hurry. Please hurry. Please hurry. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. I'm. I'm. Uh. Uh. They're coming to help you. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Please hurry. You gotta shoot it. You gotta shoot it. You gotta shoot it. You gotta shoot it. You gotta shoot. Please. 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 Uh. They're coming. Uh. 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 Oh! Oh! It's ripping my arm off. Please. They're coming please to help you. Just hurry. breathe, okay? Just breathe. They're please coming to help hurry. you. They're coming please, to help you. Please, please. They're firing emails. They're pulling up on the scene now, okay? Ah, ah, please. Oh, my firing God. Firing EMS are coming to help you, okay? Jump the fence. Please jump the fence. Please jump the fence. Please. Oh, my God. I'm going to die. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We're going to help you. We're st- I'm, I'm going to stay on the phone oh. with you. Okay? Oh. oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're in the tiger cage? You're in the cage? I'm next to it. I'm next to it. I'm next to it. You're next to it? It didn't pull you into the cage? Come in, turn left. Come in, turn left. Come in, Come in and turn left? Come in left first thing at the tiger cage. First Come in thing, and turn left help. first thing please, at the fu- please, tiger cage. Please, please help shoot it. You gotta shoot it. You gotta shoot it. It's gonna eat my. It's ah ah ah! It's killing me. Please, please just jump the fence and kill it. Ah! It's killing me. It's killing me. Please. They're coming. Ah, 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 oh, oh my God! Kill it! Please help! Please help! Please help! It's uh, oh! Please help! Please help! Please help! Please help! Please They're coming. Help. They're coming to please you. Help. Please I'm help! I'm on the phone with you. Please I'm help. not gonna leave you. Okay? They're coming to you. Help, 
help. Please, please, please. They're coming uh, to help you. Can you I'm tell me die. your name? Can you say? I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Your name? Help. 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 Please help. Please help me. They're coming to help you. Tiger Cage. Please help me. Please help. Please, please, please. They're coming in. They're coming in. They're turning to the left to come and help you, okay? Please. Uh, Oh, my God. Ah! 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 Before I get into what happened there, here is some audio from the body-worn camera of one of the responding officers. I'll cut this down a bit as that was also a pretty lengthy video. This opens with the officers arriving on the scene at the entrance to the zoo. The officer that we're going to be listening to, his camera, he walks up and there's already another officer there that had just arrived moments before this one. And they both started talking with a staff member who didn't know about anything that was going on here. Hey, is it, what do you got? Yeah, somebody got attacked by the tiger inside, ripped her arm off. Oh my, are you serious? Yes, we're serious. You hear all the lights and sirens? This isn't a joke. All right, where are the tigers at? Hey, we got the keys. Come on. Yeah, but you can cancel the city. Hey, you guys can cancel, bro. Yep. Nope, we're good. It's inside. Make sure they know where we're going. Hey, anybody else coming can slow it down. Where would they be able to put their arms in? Where's the tiger at? Yeah, you hear? Oh my god. Oh my god. Is that real? Yeah. Oh my god. 
Charlie, 10 shots fired. Come here, bud. Come here. Yeah, I, I know. Okay. Turn it on you. Hey, hey. I, I need a light. Jake, I need a light. Right here. Yeah. Jake. Here. Shining on me? Jake. Come yeah. and grab him. Here, here's the tourniquet, bro. Come and grab him. Here. Where, where's the arm? No, just grab him and flip him over. Hey, okay, okay, okay. We got you. Yep, notify the field lieutenant. Get a tourniquet on that arm. Have him respond. Oh, man. I need the light, dude. No, no, okay. no, no. You're okay. We got yeah, the trauma. Get the trauma right, right, Whoever I'm talking to. You okay? Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Hey, was one choice one? One choice one one. Get that all the way up. Yeah, trauma alert. Oh, oh, all right, oh no! Alright, let's get this good right here. Oh no! Undo it. Yes. Oh, Let, move your arm, buddy. Move your arm. You gotta turn again. Get that, get that, sink. Get that sink. I don't know. I had to shoot it. Tighten that windlass. Yeah. I don't know where I even hit it. Make that as tight as you can find it. 170, 160. I don't even know where I hit it. 160. Hey, uh, landing's on what? If you couldn't tell early in the 911 call and throughout the call, the dispatcher referred to this caller as ma'am. This victim, if you want to call him that, is a 26-year-old man named River Rosenquist. The reason I say if you want to call him that, from all accounts, it looks like he was in a place he wasn't supposed to be and was either trying to feed or pet the tiger. He didn't work directly for the zoo. He was part of a contract crew that did commercial cleaning of the bathrooms and other buildings after the zoo closed. If you look at the video that I've just played for the body-worn camera, and I'll have the link to that in the show notes, you'll see that there was a fence that's at least four feet tall and circled a cage-style enclosure that had holes barely big enough to fit a hand and an arm through. He had to have purposely jumped the fence, the outer portion of the fence, that is, and again, purposely put his arm through the cage portion of the fence. This was not... An accident. It's not like he just accidentally fell over and this happened. Not a chance. As you could hear in the body-worn camera, when the officers get there, they ask if anyone had a tranquilizer. No one did. Not that it really would have mattered. Officials from the zoo have stated that if it would have happened during zoo hours, they would have done the same thing. A tranquilizer would have taken extra time to actually put the tiger to sleep. In this instance, unfortunately, it was time that the man didn't have. His arm was mauled, and I'm very surprised it wasn't completely ripped off. 
most people don't really think of the amount of power that an animal like this has. Once the scene was assessed, the officer did what he had to do. One round was fired at the tiger, and after the man was transported, a drone was sent into the air to try to look in on the tiger. It was motionless. Experts at the zoo then fired a tranquilizer into the animal just in case, and after waiting a period, entered the enclosure. The tiger, whose name was Echo, was deceased. This whole thing is tragic in so many ways. I think I'm like a lot of people in that I'm an animal lover. I've had pets almost all my life. This didn't have to happen. This man put himself in a situation with an animal that's naturally extremely aggressive, and because of his actions, Echo had to be killed. Something else about this that's also very tragic, and probably even more so, Echo was a Malayan tiger. These are on the critically endangered list. Estimated populations of this type of tiger are incredibly low. There are estimates of anywhere between 300 on the high end and as few as 80 on the low end left in the entire world. Echo was bred and born in captivity and was 8 years old. Programs and zoos to try to reestablish a population have been relatively successful. But when people like this jump a fence and cause one to get shot and killed, that's a very distinct piece of that population gone that may never be able to be recovered. Evacuate! Let's go! Everybody out! What's the with the transfer? Evacuate the building, everybody! Evacuate the building! What's the emergency? I had a hospital customer in my store attacking, attacking customers. Okay. One, two, one, two, one. Victory way! Okay, ma'am, is it a male or female? Ma'am, he's breaking things. He's breaking okay. things. Ma'am, ma'am, hello, I need you to listen to me so I can send some help. Yeah. Is it a male or a female? Male? What's the name of your store? Burlington. Where in the store is he? Attention customers, evacuate. Ma'am, ma'am, I need you to answer my question so we can send the police. Okay. Where? On the second floor. Okay. Is he black? Is he black, white, Hispanic, or Asian? He's Hispanic. What color clothing is he wearing? He's wearing a white, white cap. Hold the door, hold the door. Uh, colorful jacket. He's walking around the store looking for people. Okay. Is it? Is it? Back here at the building. Okay, ma'am. Ma'am. Hey! Ma'am, I need you to only answer the questions so that way we can get the officer out there. What color pants is he wearing? A uh, jeans. Okay. Does he have any weapons? Evacuate. Huh? Does he have any weapons? Get out. He's using his bike. He's using one of those bike locks to hit people. Evacuate. Get out. He's he's receiving. Okay, ma'am, he's using a bike lock to hit people. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. Okay. No, no, no knives or guns, correct? <laughs> no knives no or guns. Okay. No, no. I need to, I just need to make sure, ma'am, I have to ask, okay. Is he under the influence of any alcohol and narcotics as far as you know? Yeah, most likely, yes. What's your name?
And your phone number? Okay. And is anyone hurt? Does anyone need an ambulance to get out there? Run, run, run. No, no one's hurt right now that I know of. All right, we'll have an officer. We're going to have an officer respond over as soon as possible, okay? If anything changes, anyone needs an ambulance, you can have any other weapons or anything, give us a call back, okay? Are you outside of the store now? Huh? Are you outside of the store now? No, we're, we're locked in the office and okay. Someone, we locked ourselves into the office and the rest of them exited to the emergency doors. Okay. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay on the line with you until the police get there, okay? okay? One moment. The crazy guy is going crazy. And the, 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 the emergency exits in the front or in the back? There's like two, three emergency exits. Okay. One in the front, two in the back. Okay. One moment. Okay. Close the door. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't know if he's still in the building. 77 units in 12X5A, 12X5A, and they're now 1212 Victor Boulevard, 12121 Victor Boulevard, the Burlington. Who are you? On the second floor, these suspects in Hispanic wearing a multicolored jacket. Do not come in the building, okay? Just can you do me a favor and gather the The dispatcher in this, while she had some trouble, getting attention from the actual caller herself she did a pretty good job at getting all the information needed on this got a good description and i think overall kind of weighed out everything correctly and understanding that the employee was trying to get everybody else out of the building there was another call that came in with a little bit different info Hi, yes, can, I, can you send a unit to Burlington and North, North Hollywood, please? There's a, a guy with a gun. You're where? Burlington and what? North Hollywood, please. Go okay. water I, and I need a, give me an address, ma'am. I don't know where you are. I don't know. I just missed it. This tree and cold water. North, the Burlington and North okay. Hollywood. You're giving me too many. Is there anybody there that knows the address where you are? What is the number, the address here? Uh, 12. 12? Oh my gosh. We don't know that. I guess me. Where are you? In North Hollywood. I know that, but North Hollywood is big. Where? What street are you on? Is this Victory a big or a resident? Boulevard. Victory Boulevard and uh, Lurie Canyon. Okay, is it, are you inside of a, a residence or inside of a business? Where are you? It's, it's, it's a business. It's a Burlington store. It's a Burlington store? Yes. Okay, and the person that has the gun, where are they right now? They are inside and everybody's running away evacuating the building. Okay, the guy that has the gun, is he black, white, Hispanic, Asian? <laughs> we don't know me. It's just, it's, it's, it's just shot. So he, he, he shot the gun? Yes. Okay, hold on. Don't, everybody, don't, everybody don't hang up. Ma'am, don't hang up, okay? I'm gonna, you're not going to hear okay, me, but okay. I can hear you. I'm going to be talking to the officers, okay. okay? Okay, thank you. I'm already calling the police. 
rooms on the second floor. These have to follow spanning multicolored jacket, white shirt, and jeans is everything to assault the customers with a bike like bike lock. Those are one by each or need to change the North Hollywood units, ambulance protection, shooting just occurred. Police is coming. Victory Boulevard on Laurel Canyon, Victory Boulevard and Laurel Canyon at the Burlington Coat Factory. Stand by for addition of Code 3 and 1586. And continuing on with a third call that came in, but not directly from the inside of the store. Hello, can I help you? Hi, yeah, I'm calling because um, my mother is inside Burlington on Victory and Laura Canyon, and she just, I didn't get a chance to talk to her, uh, but she told me that they're hiding behind the store because there's a man. I'm not sure if he has a gun, but I think he's making threats inside the store, and I was just calling in case no one else has called yet. <laughs> and where was it at? It's Burlington on Victory, and I believe it's Laurel Canyon. Did she give you any type of description? Um, no, she just called me and said that her and my little sister are hiding because there's a man in the store. I don't, I don't know if he has a, a gun or a, an, I don't know what he has, but they're hiding. So Where I'm are they hiding? They're making threats. Um, I don't know. Do you know? Have any description of the man? I don't. No, I didn't talk to her. She just called me and, yeah. Okay, what's your name? My name is... <clears throat> and your phone number? Oh, I think the police is on its way, actually. Okay, all right, I'll send the officers over there and I'll let them know. I see one right now. Okay, all right, I'll let them know. Okay. Okay, thank you. I was just calling to double check. Thank you. Uh -huh. Going from calls one through three there, there's some pretty varied information that's being given from the callers. The very first one says that there's a man, and they gave a description of him, running around with a bike lock and assaulting customers. The second person calls in saying that there was someone with a gun, may or may not have been shooting, may or may not have hit someone couldn't really tell from that one the third one got a call from her mother outside of burlington while she was outside of it so she wasn't actually inside anyway from this the dispatchers if i was one of those that took one of the calls you can only pass along what the actual callers give you they gave different things Regardless of what weapon was actually being used and how it was being used, there was a person possibly under the influence of something there that had a weapon and was using it to assault people with. Because this was a possible active aggressor type situation, officers formed teams on the outside of the Burlington Coat Factory to go in and try to stop the threat. While they were en route and these calls were being placed, what was actually happening inside was captured by a security camera. Several of them. The problem with it is there's no audio on any of it. What I will do right now is I'll go ahead and play some of the body-worn camera audio from the main officer in this. And just to kind of paint a little picture for it, he's just arrived on the scene. He's gone around to the back-end portion of his SUV, his police cruiser, 
and he's getting his rifle from the back. Obviously not knowing exactly what they have inside, but going in trying to be prepared for anything. I popped up. scene and walked up the escalators into a relatively unknown situation as you could hear there they walked up in the main part of the store and when they got there they found a victim on the ground once they moved over to where the victim actually was the first officer the lead officer aimed his rifle at the suspect and fired three rounds so what happened to make this officer shoot at the suspect The security camera footage, which had no audio, was the most telling of all of it. That portion is very lengthy, and it's comprised of multiple angles. It starts with a suspect, a 24-year-old man named Daniel Elena Lopez, walking into the store with his bicycle. He carries his bike up the escalator with him to the main piece of the store. He was seen walking around, putting on additional clothing which I assume that staff members believed him to be attempting to shoplift, all while carrying that bike lock around they were talking about in the first call. When staff asked him to leave, he became violent. He smashed the computer screen with the lock and also hit the glass side of the escalator railing. And at one point, he picks his entire bike up, waiting for someone to walk in the downstairs area door to throw it at but he puts it back down. He then hits one of the females upstairs with the lock and then heads downstairs where he tried to grab a lady's bag and they scuffled around before she got away. 
but that was after she too was hit by the bike lock. He tried to grab another woman that was trying to exit the building and luckily she managed to get away. When this didn't work, he stood up and started taking his pants off. At this point, he was walking around with what looked like a thick hoodie with several layers on underneath it and likely no pants at all, only boxers or maybe a pair of shorts under it. He walks back upstairs and zones in on a solitary woman walking around with a shopping cart. He walks up to her and hits her in the head as hard as he could with a bike lock, then does it again and again and again. He keeps doing this. The entire time, she remained conscious. I'm not even sure how, but she did. She was bleeding badly from the head. From the count I did, looking at the security video, she was struck at least minimum 18 times with this bike lock. Something out of a horror movie, too. In the middle of it, she's trying to get away. Very bloody. She tries to crawl away from the suspect, and he just casually walks up to her in front of her, continuing to hit her with this, almost like he's taunting her. I keep saying bike lock, and this is one of those that has the heavy chain and an even heavier locking mechanism at the end. This could easily have been a deadly weapon. When the suspect sees the officers enter, he grabs the victim and pulls her into an aisle and continues hitting her with his bike lock. She continues to try to get away, and he just continues hitting her. At one point, he also kicked her square in the face. That's when officers walked up, saw the victim, followed the blood trail that was leading up to her, then turned down the aisle to find the suspect with bike lock still in hand, quickly leaning over like he's trying to pick up something. As I said earlier, there were, were reports of him having a gun. He was holding that lock. He needed to be put down immediately. And that's what the officer did. He fired three shots. Abe was rendered to the suspect, but he was pronounced deceased at the scene. The female victim, you'll see if you watch the video, she legit looks like someone that was a victim in a Hollywood scary movie with the extent of her injuries and the amount of blood that was covering her. She was transported to a hospital with extensive injuries to her head and arms. At the first of the episode, I was talking about expect the unexpected. This all was unexpected. What was more unexpected, though, as well as unwelcomed, there was another victim involved in this. When the lead officer in this rounded the end of the aisle and took aim at the suspect, his shots hit their target. Everything looked about as by the book as it could be. No one else was visible. Upon a secondary search immediately after the suspect was taken into custody, a mother and her 14-year-old daughter were found sheltering in place inside one of the dressing rooms. One of the bullets from the officer passed through the suspect, ricocheted off the floor, through the dressing room wall, fatally striking the 14-year-old girl. This was a very unfortunate event. I don't believe there's anything that the officer could have done to prevent the death of the girl. The blame should lay completely and totally on the suspect in this. 
if he wouldn't have gone into the store that day, this wouldn't have taken place and numerous victims would have just enjoyed their time shopping there. But he did go inside the store. The entire incident of the officer-involved shooting is under investigation and likely will be for a long time. I wish there was a better and more positive way to end this episode, but something like this, there just isn't any good way to do it. So I will just finish off today with my normal recommendations. Follow the show over on Facebook, as well as join up with the Facebook's podcast discussion group. Follow on both Instagram and Twitter at Music City 911. And a couple new things to mention. The first of those is I have teamed up with a new app called Repod. Repod is a new podcast player app that is free to use. There are several features built in. You'll be able to listen to the podcast there. Also discuss the show, much like in the Facebook discussion group. And coming soon to the app, extended features like you would find on Patreon that will be available. There's also ways to talk about other podcasts and get suggestions from other listeners for similar shows. As I said, the app is new and it's very new to me as well. Repod can be downloaded on both Android and Apple platforms. So come on over and follow the show on Repod. Also, check out a show that I was recently guest on. A friend of mine, David Hooper, he runs a show called Build a Big Podcast. He wanted me to come on the show to talk about interrogation skills and how being a 911 dispatcher can help you be a good interviewer on a podcast. It was a very fun time and worth a listen, regardless if you're wanting to do a podcast of your own. But if you are, you should especially check it out. Build a Big Podcast is also found on any podcast app. For Music City 911, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.